0: Podcast, podcast, podcast. This is Gene Mack with my co-host Winnie. Worked together for 15 years, coached football together for 15 years, 15 years. Now we're two big fat fucks. <laughs> Guy rules. Whatever fat guys talk about: sports, the top five games game. wrestling, we review. To to leave him alone, man. He's had enough. Yeah, little we'll Bliss. interview podcast. podcast, podcast. We're with this, this whole podcast, podcast. you were our first huh? great, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Take a deep take a deep. This is the Outlaw Blitz podcast. Yes, yes. All right, G Mac coming back at you, uh, day after the Super Bowl, Monday, February 8th. Um, we're going to get TJ Albright on the line here. Um, if you haven't noticed in the last couple of weeks, if you've been watching Supercross, you haven't seen him pop up. That's not due to him not qualifying. Two weeks ago, he was injured, or maybe it was about a week ago on a Saturday night. He was injured in Indy, and um, he had to come home and check in with his doctor. So we'll check in with him, get an update, see how he's doing, and um, we'll let him tell his side of it. I'll give him a call here and we'll see uh, how he's doing. Maybe I'll give him a call. There we go. Hello? Hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, nothing. Just sitting down. Uh, how's that feeling?
1: Uh, not really much I can do.
0: Yeah, so I, I, on a little intro, I just said that about a week ago or so, you were in Indy and that... um you know, you you had an injury and we'd get the update from you. So what, tell us exactly what happened. Cause it looked like you went out and practice and you ran a pretty good lap or whatever. And then. You
1: know. Yes. Yeah, so in the first, the first free practice was good. I qualified 14th or 15th, I think overall. And then those times don't count. That's really just to get the track dialed in. And then the first qualifying practice, I uh, went out and on like the second lap, I was jumping through the whoops. And when I jumped the first one, like you kind of push down with your legs to preload, to get enough air to clear the third one. And my knee popped out and I tore my ACL when I was 12 years old. So like they, they wouldn't do surgery on it because I was too young. So that was 10 years ago. So then I had my knee pop out probably over 100 times in the past 10 years. It'll just go out and it'll go right back in. But then this time when it popped out, it wouldn't go back in for some reason. And then I landed, I hit the next jump and my knee was still out, landed, hit the next jump, my knee was still out. And then when I landed off the third jump, um, my knee went back in, but it only felt like it went back in 50%. So I was like, this is weird. Like I've never had that feeling when normally my knee will just pop out and pop right back in. And then, um, I hit the finish line landed it wouldn't go back in and then there was these two big double doubles and i overshot them on purpose like trying to uh, land flat like at a hard landing to try to get my knee to go back in and it just wouldn't go back in so i rode around for like three four more minutes and it just just you know landing super hard trying to get it to go back in and it wouldn't go back in so i pulled over went to the medic rig and then they did all these things with my knee And so they told me that I had a, uh, it's called a bucket handle meniscus tear. So then basically when my knee popped out, it tore my meniscus and then my meniscus got jammed in the joint. So it wouldn't let my knee go back in or wouldn't let my knee bend. So then I drove back home from Indy Sunday morning, went to the doctors in Albany. Um, they did MRIs, all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, the MRI showed that I have the torn ACL and the bucket handle meniscus tear. So then went from there and then, uh, I got surgery planned for February 19th.
0: Wow. (laughs) So after 10 years of having no ACL, your knee finally said, Hey man, this is enough. Let's get it. Let's get it right. Yeah, the
1: best best year of my life, basically. My, my injury from 10 years ago comes back and haunts me.
0: Yeah, that's rough. Um, uh, the only, I mean, maybe the only positive side to all of it is you'll finally get it 100% the way it should be and should have been.
1: Yeah, that's, um, I was pretty bummed at the, in the beginning. I mean, I still am bummed just because, you know, it does suck. But at the end of the day, uh, going into next year's Supercross, I'll have a good knee. I'll have, you know some recovery time for my whole body to heal because it's not like this is the only you know knee. it's not like the knee is the only thing i've been dealing with you know the past 10 years like you you uh you your body you you get hurt it's just you ride through it and stuff so right uh, yeah i'll be all healed up and then you know get ready for super cross of 2022
0: yeah, I'm sure. Like all your joints, and uh, you know, you're always dealing with some sort of an injury. But now you're gonna you're gonna be on the shelf for a little bit. You get a fix, right? And mm-hmm. the big thing I would imagine is, you know, the life of a motocross racer in the pros is very short. So oh, you're, yeah, you know what I mean. So you're missing that. That's what you're missing. It's taking one full season away, and at this time your best season. You know, so it's it's, it's probably tough. Tough pill to swallow. Yeah,
1: I wish it would have happened last year. <laughs>
0: right, right. You know, now you're going. Now when you're rolling along and everything's going good, now it's a terrible time for it to happen.
1: Yeah, but like that's why you know the ACL surgery. It's you know six month recovery, so that's why I've never really got it done in the past. We've always talked about, oh, we should get, we'll get your knee done, you know, right after this year or this year, and then we'll skip next year. But then it's kind of like you we do have short careers and you don't really want to get something fixed unless you desperately have to like the situation I'm in now. Like I asked the doctor, uh, well, the, when I first went to the doctors, I went to the walk-in and he was like, all right, we'll do all this. We'll get you the MRI. I was like, can you just like numb my knee, cut this thing open down, and just go in there with your fingers and like, see what you can do. And he looked at me like I was crazy. And then, Cause that is, gonna I mean, it is kind of crazy to say, you just had a kid walking and telling you to cut them open on the walk-in table. But, uh, then he, um, shot me up with lidocaine in my knee put like 20 cc's of lidocaine in my knee. And then he like tried to jam it straight and stuff and it just wasn't happening. So then that's when they ordered the MRI, but like, it's just, we do have a short career. Um, so you don't really ever want to take that six months off because you know, could ruin like this year I've taken it off. Now I'm missing the end of supercross and the whole outdoor series. But then the pro to the pros to it is, you know, next year I'll have a good knee and won't have to worry about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's a major pro. If you really, you know, if you're going to write it down there's obviously there's a ton of negatives that you feel right. That you feel you're missing out on. And then at the pro side of it is you'll finally have the proper knee that you should have had for the last ten years under yeah. you, and, and there's, go ahead.
1: There's plenty of times, like even like mid race or something, that uh, it happened this year in the in one of the first three races. My knee popped out, and it'll just pop right back in, and it's like ten seconds of pain, and then it's perfectly normal. And I mean, as crazy as that sounds, it's like when it pops out, it goes back in, and I don't have any pain. But now mid race. I don't have to worry about my knee coming out. I don't have to worry about stuff like that once I get it fixed. So.
0: Right. It it might be one of those things where it's a, it was a blessing in disguise, even though you don't see it that way to start with. Um, now you're coming out and you're, you're, a you know, you don't realize how hurt you were until you get a solid knee under you and you're like, Oh my God, this is what this is supposed to feel like or Uh, what it's not supposed to feel like, you know what I mean? So, um, well, I mean, it's good. That's good and it's good and bad. You know what I mean? Like you were having a hell of a year. Things were cruising along. Like I told you, we're always here. So if, uh, if you want to do, if you want to continue to do anything, you know, promote, talk about motocross, review the, um, the weekends events, you know, or whatever, how we were, we had it set up. You, you have a, you have a venue here to always have an out. You have a venue here. If you just want to say, Hey, I'm having surgery or I had surgery. This is how I feel. This is where I'm at. You know, whatever it is, you always have an out here to come. You have an outlet to come tell your story or to just do a motocross review every week. I don't care, you know, to keep your name out there because you were, you were gaining a lot. I was, um, I think I told your mom like five countries and I think like 28 states were following you every week that we did one of these. So your name was out there and, um, you know, and it was helping you. And if you enjoyed it by all means. So you definitely have an outlet here whenever you want it and whenever you need to take it. Um, we're here for you. So however you want to do it, we're here for you.
1: Oh yeah. Perfect. I will definitely have to be doing updates along the recovery. Um, I'm going to have to stay up in New York the first six weeks. I think the doctor said, and then after the six weeks are up, I'm going to head back down to, florida to do the rest of my physical therapy and recovery down there uh just because i believe in the program that i would be on down there with the facility i was at so we'll definitely have to you know keep doing these throughout my recovery and it's going to be a new experience for me i mean i only had one surgery in my life uh, on a clavicle and or a collarbone and uh so that was you know nowhere near as gnarly as an acl surgery but it's definitely going to be an experience for me to, you know, rehab and, you know, recovery and stuff like that. So it's going to be my first time going through it. So I would definitely like to do some updates throughout the process.
0: Uh, definitely. And and the thing is, too, too, down in Florida, they know how to rehab these injuries. People in New York, that, this isn't – your sport isn't as big here as it is down in the south, I would imagine. Yeah. You no, know? Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm sure there's plenty of you know you get you get hooked up with the right physical therapist that knows exactly how to deal with these injuries. You're going to be golden. Where here they're going to probably give you more of a streamline. This is how you recover. Mm-hmm. You know where our you know my body in a nine to five day doesn't need what your body needs on a supercross tour. You know so.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. I'm super happy with the doctor that's doing it too. Uh, he was a doctor, the doctor that's doing it here in New York. He was a doctor for the giants. So I'm definitely like confident and comfortable with him going in there and doing it. Yep. Uh, he was be straightforward with me of like, I went in to talk about or to get the MRI results. And he was super straightforward with like, this is how we're doing it we're using your hamstring because that's the strongest for athletes blah 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 where sometimes we go to a doctor and be like well do you want to use your hamstring your patella do you want to use a cadaver like right. they kind of leave it up to you. but this doctor he was like listen i'm only doing this if you um use your hamstring and i'm not like that's the thing i asked him if i could just fix the meniscus and to get through supercross and then go back after Supercross and get the ACL done. And he was like, I'm not going in there unless I'm fixing everything. Because if I go in there and I just fix the meniscus and then, you know, it's a two to three week turnaround. And then, you know, you go out there and your knee pops out and it re tears it. Then we're going to be back to square one. So. Right. He super <laughs> confident, the doctor, which is good.
0: Yeah. You want, you wanted to quick fix and get out and salvage a season. He was yeah. like, listen, I know your career is short, but let's, let's get it right so that we don't mess anything else up. And then, you know, I get it. Um, so do you, I know this is way early in the process. Do you think you're going to stay with Kawasaki or?
1: Yeah, that's the, that's 100%. I'll, I'll sell my practice bike here soon. And once I, you know, and once surgery goes by and stuff like that, I'll post my practice bike up for sale and then I'll get a new one of those. But the Kawasaki contingency is just so good, it's hard to pass up. And I mean, unless I get some sort of deal on a privateer team that, you know, makes sense, then I'll do that route and then. Uh, but you don't really have a choice when it comes to brands you ride when you go that route. But right. for the most part, uh, I'll definitely try my best to be on Kawasaki's next year, just because of the contingency, and I really like the bike. So well,
0: that's, <laughs> the results were showing, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. You don't switch what's working,
0: right? And 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 the the you know the thing that killed me is we talked the day before you left for in, or no, you're on your way up to Indy. Yeah there and you had what you had new suspension or uh, some yeah ready to go and I'm like yo he is ready to go he's got he just upgraded again and he's getting better and then this of course when it rains it pours you know unfortunately yeah. um so did did you watch this weekend's events there or the you know you obviously saw the, the first configuration what what do what do you feel you know going forward how this season's going there who who's um, the guy
1: uh well the during the 250 stuff i actually went to my buddy's house to watch it and during the 250 uh, main i played with the rubik's cube because i uh was not too interested in watching the 250 main because yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see kids out you see dudes out there and you're kind of putting yourself where you belong and then you get pissed off because you know you have been doing good and stuff like that but it's definitely I have a hard time watching my class race right now just because of yep. the situation. Like, it's almost not that um, bitter or upset. It's just, I'm, yeah, I'm just kind of bummed out that I'm not there.
0: Frustrated. So,
1: yeah, I'm frustrated with the situation. So, when my class is on the TV, I'll do anything I can to, you know, I'll listen to it, but it's hard to watch. Right. But then uh, the 450 class, it seems like Ken Roxon's on a tear right now. He won three in a row which is super big for him because he they, he had an arm injury in 2017 where he almost lost his arm. And then in 2018, he had a arm injury on the other arm where he almost lost that arm. So he's been crawling back ever since then. He won three in a row right now, so it seems like he's on a tear. But uh, it's kind of hard to count Cooper Webb out and Tomac. Tomac won the championship in 2000. 20 and Webb won it in 2019 so it's you know you can never really count out a champion but the way it's looking right now is that you know they need to stop roxon's win streak and he needs to have he already has a 16 point lead so they need to stop his you know momentum His momentum yeah take it back into you know their corner before uh you know they have a shot at it but yeah, right now, Roxton, is, he is on one. So it's always cool to see him on one because he's a type where he's super confident. And when he's confident, he it's like he's cool to watch. He has cool interviews and stuff like that. So, yeah, now, that's super cool.
0: Where are they headed this week? They just uh, finished Orlando. Indy. So now uh does not that suck. Pretty much that was yeah. your your hometown, pretty much, you know. It was yeah. like a home race. Yeah, two
1: Orlandos and then Daytona and then they go to Arlington, Texas, Atlanta and then the series wraps up in Salt Lake.
0: Jesus, man. There was pretty much a home a home run here for you. Orlando, Daytona, you know, Arlington, you would have to go back to Arlington, but then even Atlanta. Atlanta. Super yeah, super yeah. close. Yeah. Oh my god. That that's got it. Yeah. That yeah, I feel for you, buddy. Um hopefully next year we're sitting here and we're talking about how you got three top 5s or a couple podiums yeah, and exactly. stuff, you know. Um, so from here, what's the next plan? I know you're having a surgery and then you're heading back and then w- I'm imagining you're going to work your way onto a bicycle and trying to get yourself back in shape. Yes. And oh,
1: I I get surgery the 19th. I'll probably be on a spin bike around the 21st of february like three days after surgery i'll probably get on the spin bike just to you know try to get as much movement in my knees quick as possible because that's a big thing with acl surgeries is these people like if you get an acl surgery they sit around for the first couple weeks and then you know it just prolongs it really i mean you need to get that thing moving as quick as possible um you're not going to re-tear it on a spin bike you know there's no impact so uh just try to get it moving range of motion stuff like that uh like i said i gotta be up here the first six weeks i think the doctor wants me to stay up here just i can go in and see him every week for you know follow-ups and then i'll head back down to florida start my rehab go back down to florida i'll be cycling a lot probably and then uh you know weight training on the knee and stuff like that and then i probably won't be able to ride a dirt bike until october 1st but uh like probably August, September I'll start mountain biking, stuff like that, just to kinda get it used to an impact sort of thing before I get back on the dirt bike. Right. So like this is actually this will probably be the longest I've ever been off a dirt bike, but you know, maybe it's a bless like said, like you said, a blessing in disguise. You know, you got that time to recover, get away from it a little bit and stuff like that. Be a kid. So uh yeah, it's just it's gonna be a long process, but as long as you got a good mindset to go through it i mean that's a big thing if you're prepared to you know be in some pain during rehab so then you can get back quicker then it's going to be a lot better
0: well your body might thank you because the pain it was in week to week you know compared yeah. to a little bit of pain to be healthy now do you do weight training normally or no um actually
1: the surgeon calling me now well i just got a phone
0: I will let you answer that phone lost call it. then. You lost it? No,
1: could we pause it for a
0: second? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yep. All right, and we are back with TJ after just getting off the phone with the surgeon. So what's up, man? Good news, hopefully? No, no nothing.
1: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's just still, I was hoping he would tell me he had an opening for a quicker you know, appointment uh-huh. uh, or surgery date, but that wasn't the case. They just gave me all my information to get my COVID test and stuff like that.
0: Oh, all right. Um, so I, I think we I left to, off. I, I asked you, get the COVID. you gotta get a COVID test beforehand.
1: Yeah, I gotta get the COVID test on my birthday, so that's a good birthday present.
0: Ah oh, man. Well yeah, three days before, right? Yep. Yeah, and how many of the I mean you probably had about fifteen of them already this year.
1: Yeah, I get I get one every seven days on the races.
0: Um so we left off. Do you weight train weekly normally?
1: Um, normally only once a week on Fridays we will do like a heavier lift day just to kind of don't, – we don't really want to – because so motocross, it's more of a cardiovascular sport than it is of a strength right. sport. But at the same time, you want to have sh- uh, strength, endurance, training in your program. So we uh, – on Fridays is normally our weight day just so then we have Saturday and Sunday to recover. So then uh, Monday we won't be getting like pumped up because some weight training will cause arm pump. So if you're doing it wrong, you'll be pumped up on the dirt bike and you'll be like, what am I doing? I ride every single day. Why am I getting arm pump, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of it can come from off the bike training. So we normally do it Fridays to where we don't have issues of arm pump.
0: Yeah. Cause I thought maybe like uh, whoever your therapist is will want you to weight train your leg, because you build the muscles around that injury stronger to help it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, how, I mean, obviously there's bad, there's there's a lot of negatives like we talked about earlier, but one of the positives is you get to see your mom and dad for a little while.
1: Oh, yeah. I get to stay in New York for six weeks. I'm thrilled about that.
0: Yeah. (sighs) How many sponge references and uh, you know, well then pops Maloney and, 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 and grandma, they'll, they'll be, they'll do it all over you though. Like they always do.
1: Oh yeah. It's like, it's honestly, it sucks that I'm here. Like this, New York is honestly the last place I want to be right now. But, um, It is nice, though, because I'm like, I can pull the card that, you know, I'm never here, can you just make me a sandwich? And then my grandma will be like, (laughs) all right, I'll make you one.
0: I don't even think you need to do that. that. I don't think you need to do that. Grandma's just going to handle it. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Anything you need, they're going to take care of.
1: And then my mom's like, "Your your hands aren't broken. You can make it yourself." And I'm like, "All right, like, I'll go up to 16
0: centers." <laughs> Good thing she wasn't in Indy. She would have told you, "Just get back on the bike. You're fine." Yeah, yeah. Uh, so fine. remember we were talking about t-shirts and stuff. When your the last conversation we had, we were talking about t-shirts, and you got a, you got a following, mm-hmm. and your mom would give them all away. Then she then she then she, you know, not harasses me, but then she tells me, hey, to be fair, I just bought them pit jackets. Did you get a new pit jacket?
1: Yeah, but it got shipped to Florida. Oh. I
0: ain't
1: going to get it for six weeks.
0: (laughs) And you needed it. You could use it up here right now.
1: Oh, yeah. thank. Me and my girlfriend were talking about it. Like, if we, say we packed for somewhere warm, like if the race was in Orlando and then I drove straight home, I would have had nothing. So thank goodness the race was in Indy to where I have somewhat of warm clothes.
0: Now, is your girlfriend in New York with you or did she go back to Florida? Yeah,
1: no, she's in New York. She flies back down there, uh, the day before my surgery to get her car and then drives home.
0: And what's she think of MMP?
1: Mm, she doesn't mind it. She says she'd never live here. Uh, <laughs> because there's not really much to do around saw and stuff like that, which there really isn't. But, um, uh, there's also nothing really to do in Albany neither where she's from. So right. I don't know. She might just have to, you know,
0: uh, th- there's a lot the to do. It's to just, we've stuff. done it from living here, you know, like, you're like, eh, yeah, this is a great place. Like in, in the spring, you know, to go mountain biking and all that stuff. There's the trails and whatnot, but yeah, you're right. It's cause we live here. There's, it feels like nothing. So, um, mm-hmm. so you're staying here, you're staying at your mom and dad's, I'd imagine. And then do you have an apartment mm-hmm. in Florida, you guys?
1: No, we just have uh, just a camper, the big Class A camper that was in Tommy and Cindy's driveway. Okay. Um, we just staying that at the facility. Um, I used to get apartments down there, but uh, it's honestly kind of like a pain in the butt to have an apartment. And then because the apartments are 45 minutes away from the track. Right. So then you're driving an hour and a half every day if it's your off day. you have to go up there to do bike work you know you're driving 45 minutes there just to do a little bit of bike work and 45 minutes home um so it's kind of nice to just stay right at the track uh and the camper it's pretty big so it's not like we're you know looking for more room or stuff like that like it gets the job done so that's kind of the route we went with the past two years just because it is nice to just stay right at the track. You don't have to drive every morning, drive every afternoon. So
0: right, and it probably saves you money too.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which you is mean, good. you're already paying for it, you're already paying for a camper, and then to have the camper just sit up in New York in the winter, and then pay another you know thousand dollars or twelve hundred bucks a month for an apartment, it doesn't just really make sense. So we just did the camper route.
0: So do you have clothes at your parents' house, or do you like have to go buy some clothes? since she probably only packed for a couple days.
1: Yeah, I just I packed for the 10 days we were in Indy, so I have a little bit of clothes with me that are going to have to last 6 weeks, but it's okay. Missy got a new washer and dryer so she can uh <laughs> put it to work.
0: Yeah, tell tell her mom, my my knee just I I can't be carrying stuff right now. You're going to have to handle this for me and fold it you too. Know,
1: I can't do that. <laughs> can't do nothing.
0: Yeah. Say you never have me here. I all I need is my laundry done for the next six weeks. Uh, yeah,
1: man. I haven't been home for my birthday in eight years. You know,
0: right? You yeah, should
1: really be taking advantage of this.
0: Yeah, that's. I, I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say, man, it's probably been a long time since you've been home for your birthday because you've been out on the road all these years.
1: Yeah, so it's gonna be the first time in eight years I think I've been home for my birthday.
0: Wow, that's awesome. I mean, so, so again, at least at least you're you're your mindset is the way it should be. Yeah, there are negatives, but this is, there's some positives in it. You're home for your birthday. First time in eight years, you know, uh, your body's going to heal the right way. You're definitely, you're definitely one one of the most mentally tough athletes I've ever talked to. Like it just, you don't get down, like you get down, but you always see the bright spot coming ahead. So
1: yeah, I was down for a couple of days, but at the end of the day, me being down and upset, it's not going to, it's not going to change the outcome. So it took me probably about, I mean, yes, I'm still bummed and upset and it's not like, Oh, I'm happy. I got hurt, blah, blah, blah. But, um, I'm mean, if I'm down in the dumps, you know, it's not going to do anything for me. So it was probably, you know, 72 hours I was down in the dumps. And then, you know, you in between my doctor's appointments, you know, I was super hopeful, like, Oh, maybe it's shish, you know something that's dumb and it's going to, you know, be ready to go in a couple of days and I'll be able to, you know, race Orlando or stuff like that. But then when I actually heard the news that it was basically season or it was, it was a season ending injury. I was like, you know what? Yeah, it sucks, but at the end of the day, we'll get it all fixed. And there's really nothing I can do about it except, you know, stay positive and be ready to, you know, to tackle the, the next process. obstacle.
0: Yeah. And, and then for the first time, I mean, like, I I've been thinking about it. I'm like, Oh my God. I remember that kid. I remember when you tore it years ago, what, didn't somebody crash into the and tear it like some guy? Yeah. Some old, some older guy was in a, he was in the little bike practice and
1: uh, he crashed in the side of me and I tore it. And like I said, they wouldn't do surgery on it because I was too young and then, you know, just never really get around to doing it, which came back to bite me. But, You know, it is what it is, but yeah, like when I first tore it, it was a complete, it wasn't even my fault. I just got crashed into by some old guy that was out there in the wrong practice.
0: Yeah. And that's what I mean. For all these years, you've kind of just gotten by with it. And it's obviously never been at a hundred percent since then. So it's going to be, it's probably going to be like a blessing in disguise, man. Like I said, hopefully next year we're sitting here, you're coming at it wherever you are, you know, whatever the schedule looks like. And you're like, man another top 5 and i'm i'm ready to go so you know i'm yeah, glad to exactly, hear from yeah. you everybody's glad to hear you're you're you know you're mentally strong and you're ready to go and the re you know the rehab process is starting already and uh you know we're excited to keep hearing from you and we'll definitely have to do some check-ins along the way because uh the more you know how it is if once you're once you're from out from under the spotlight people almost forget about you you know and you you yeah, don't you don't want that too. to happen you want to come back stronger
1: Mm -hmm. that's the thing too i was hoping to you know at least take the last week and this week to kind of recover and go do orlando even if i could only you know muscle through one race just to kind of bring my name back into the conversation and stuff like that because the sport we're in you get forget you get forgotten about really quick uh i mean anything you're not doing you get forgotten about so uh we really me and my dad were coming up with every which way to try to get back to doing Orlando and it's just not in the cards. So I'm going to have to deal with getting forgotten about and, you know, come back and remake a name for myself next year.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, when we we will push it as much as we can, who knows, you know, you don't know who's listening. I, I, a lot of my friends, like we were talking, we, we had that thing lined up with the RV guy It was just a matter of when you got down to Orlando or wherever Tampa or whatever it was. So it's, you know, just keep pushing, you know, we'll get there and you'll get there and we're here to support you, whatever you need along the way. You know, if, if if you pop out of somewhere and you say you text me, Hey, I'm ready. Yeah. We'll throw it right up and we'll be ready to go.
1: Yeah. Perfect. I appreciate it.
0: All right. T it was good catching up with you. Tough break, but I'm glad you're uh, you're mentally prepared to, Go kick some ass and come back better than ever. Yes, sir. All right, buddy. I'll see you around. Hopefully, I run into you while you're in town before you head out, and then uh, definitely yeah, make. What's that? You
1: can probably catch that. you can probably catch me at a quick check at about nine at night and getting some Ben and Jerry's.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, send <laughs> send mom over there for that. You're only, you're only home so much. You got to milk this for all it's worth.
1: <laughs> uh, I, there was a couple times I just went left the house just to go on a drive around town because I was so bored.
0: Yeah, I bet, I bet, because well, because you you keep busy, you you have like a routine, and now your routine's like nothing, just hanging out. You know? Yeah,
1: I'm used to you know waking up at six in the morning and having a set schedule every day, and now it's just like yesterday. I slept. I woke up at like eight, and then I went to bed. I fell back asleep at like ten in the morning, slept till five at night, ate dinner, and went back to sleep because I have nothing to do. Uh, and makes the days go by quicker when you're sleeping
0: you'll be out snow plowing so the sponge uh gets wrung out every once in a while
1: <laughs> nope can't shovel
0: <laughs> no no tell him i gotta plow i gotta be in the truck now i gotta stay where it's warm and oh. i can't be out there shoveling and messing around
1: <laughs> exactly
0: all right buddy we'll catch up with you again soon uh, feel better hopefully i catch up with you in town here while you're home all
1: right sounds good thank all you
0: all right pal see you later
1: this has been a 24 cross media production